All right. Okay. We are recording. I don't even know what episode this is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we obviously it's took been a, little, a while. Obviously took a little bit of a hiatus, mm. but that's okay. Yeah, we're back at it. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we're sitting in our office that's, I don't know, not even really an office. It's more of a storage closet. <laughs> we're sitting Hot amongst boxes and pieces of broken equipment. No air conditioning. <laughs> no air conditioning, no fans. <laughs> but it's actually a nice day today. So. Yeah, it is. So, big development with your medication switch. Yeah, um, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today, but they, so I've been on prednisone um, for eight years now, since I was 12, since I was diagnosed, um, and so they're actually weaning me off of that. Um, so, they're going to wean me off one milligram at a time. Uh, after surgery, they kept me on five milligrams. Because it's autoimmune and there's always a chance of it coming back, but it's been over, well, almost three years. Um, and my doctor said it's time to start weaning you off, um, which I I don't know if it's in my head, but because it's only been a little over two weeks um, since being on one milligram less, four milligrams. And I think I'm, <laughs> I don't know if it's withdrawals, I guess that's what you call it, um, but I do feel like extra fatigued. Um, which is weird more than, more than I usually do. Yeah. Which is, which so, is odd. I guess and, your body got that accustomed to it. I mean, yeah, eight years of it. And, um, I mean, for the majority of that time, it was way more than five milligrams. I mean, I was at 60 when I was diagnosed yeah. and then slowly got down to like around 20 or 10. So what did prednisone do for you in the first place? Why did, why were you on it and why did you stay on it? So they, um, is when I was diagnosed, they immediately put me on like 60 milligrams because it doesn't necessarily reverse the disease, but it can, pr- it can slow it down like drastically. Um, but mine was so advanced already around like stage four cirrhosis. So there really was no chance of that working for the long term. Um, so then, you know, later on they said, you'll need a transplant, but, um, yeah, just to slow down the progression of the cirrhosis. Yep. And then uh, why did you stay on it after the fact if it was just... So my understanding was that my disease is autoimmune. So um, there's a chance of it coming back and doing this to my new liver. Um, but I've been on 5 milligrams since then and... Um, you know, I don't know if my understanding is different than what the doctor's is, but that's what I always thought going into this. Um, but it's been three years, and she said, it's time. I do this to all my patients after a certain amount of years, and you'll be fine without it. So <laughs> at first I said, no, I'm not doing that, because it is a new doctor, um, a new hepatologist. And I said, no, I don't want to do that. It's five milligrams. Like, I don't uh, feel any side effects necessarily. Like, I've been on it for so long. Like, I didn't want to take that risk. Um, But she said, have a little faith in me. Um, I think we should do it because you'll be way better in the long long term. Uh, Was she pretty pretty confident? Oh, yeah. She's done this to all of her patients um, and said they've all been fine. Yeah. Yeah. but, you know, I'm four milligrams now and I'll get tested or do my blood tests in a month. 
and see how my numbers are and how I'm feeling. And then from there, they'll go down to three and then two and then one. So um, you're not completely off yet. No. And if I already feel this way now, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> crap. But, but yeah, it'll definitely be worth it. That's for sure. But, uh, yeah, kind of, a yeah, it's, weird. it's kind of interesting. Uh, when you guys first talked about it, how you guys were like nervous, but it was okay. Cause the doctor was super confident. And I feel like that's kind of been the experience. That's kind of a, a tangent, but, mm-hmm. um, cause I never thought how a doctor's confidence in general is almost like, I think there's like some sort of like placebo with that. Yeah. Like if you, if your doctor's super confident in something, then it's like, okay, you like, like, oh, I wonder if there's something mental about that that, like... Yeah, but I will say um, I am very, very... And ever since being diagnosed and all that, I'm very skeptical of, like, new doctors, new... any. I, I'm just that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not a lot of trust there, but um, that's why at first I said no because this was a new doctor. But, of course, she talks to my transplant surgeon and Beth, my coordinator, um, but... Yeah, I was very skeptical at first, and I didn't know if the risk was worth it. Um, but then she was like, no, we're going to wean you off it very slowly, and if we need to go back up, we will. So here we are. <laughs> but that is kind of what I want to talk about today, is just um, like symptoms in general of you know autoimmune hepatitis and, and then side effects of medication and how that can affect you. Like, I'm not going to lie, I was sitting – at home earlier and I was like Tommy let's push this podcast off this episode I'm not feeling up to it and I was he was like well I mean that's something to talk about I was like yeah I'm doing this episode about this whole thing like <laughs> I gotta get up and go do this so content. like you know small things like that um make a difference um but I think you know a lot of times it's hard to find the fine line between you know like pushing through your your symptoms and knowing when you need to rest and rest your body and not push through and I think for a lot of people that's a struggle I mean for me it still is but um and that's you know I get a lot of not a lot but you know when when someone does ask me a question you know who maybe just diagnosed with autoimmune hepatitis like it is tough because you're you have all those symptoms and side effects from it and um you don't know what to do but I don't know it's um I think a lot of it is coming to terms with the fact that you're not going to be 100%, um, and that's just how it is. I mean, it, it sucks, but you're not going to feel 100%, and um, you and, you know pushing through certain things will make it better and make you feel better. And for me, that was, you know, a lot of it's working out and just staying healthy. Um, and, you know, it hasn't always been that way. I mean, I felt terrible before I had my transplant, but I decided to push through things and um, and in the long term it did help me, you know, to when I, I actually needed surgery. But, you know, just stuff like that and I don't know if you have anything. No. So how do you feel differently, like symptom wise specifically from then to now? Um, before I definitely had a lot more symptoms. The main one just being fatigue I didn't necessarily have like major side effects from the medication uh going into surgery but um yeah mainly fatigue and just being tired all the time um and now like it's hard to say though because I have been on medication especially prednisone all my life so I don't know if I just don't know any different 
or don't have those um, symptoms. But now, um, you know, after surgery, I definitely felt the fatigue. And, you know, they said to us, especially me, initially going in, you're going to feel 100% better after. Like, that's definitely not the case because you're getting used to all these new medications. Um, but medication-wise, I don't necessarily think I have um, a lot of side effects. I do have the fatigue, which I've always had, kind of used to it. Um, but lately, ever since weaning my prednisone, I have felt, like, way more fatigued and tired. Um, which, to me, it seems like it's the prednisone. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, no. I don't necessarily um, have a lot of side effects from, like, the anti-rejection medication that I know of. Um, yeah. What uh, what types of things have you done to, like, cope or, you know? Yeah. Um, like with specifically. Uh, yeah. Because I think stomach problems is one of them mm-hmm. you get often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get stomach pain on and off, and that was a major thing I got um, pre-surgery, pre-transplant. And that is just, you got to sit down and wait for it to pass, you know, stuff like that. But I still do get um, stomach pain. Um, And really, I think, you know, really this can go for any disease or autoimmune disease. But, like, you do as much as you can. And that's kind of what clicked. Like, the minute I got diagnosed, I was like, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to start working out more. Um, Things like that. But I think you go, you do all you can to keep your body healthy. Um, and that was a huge thing going into it right when I was diagnosed. I was taken into this room with, I don't know what you call his job. Um, but he was like, quality of life, quality of life. Like, this is the main thing. Because um, when, di- when I was diagnosed, they didn't know how long I'd um, be okay being on this medication when I'd need this transplant. They just knew I'd eventually need it. And he was like, quality of life. And, you know, I as cheesy as it is, or as it sounds, like, it's true, you know. Um, you need to make sure you're surrounding yourself with a community, which that's where CrossFit came in. A big part of that was CrossFit. helped me a ton. Um, you know, making sure you're keeping your body healthy, working out, eating well, um, limiting your stress. So for me, I uh, switched to online high school for the last three years, and it was it was very, very helpful in that. Um, getting enough sleep, things like that. And, you know, when it comes down to it and you're on all that medication, like you do as much as you can and let the medication do the rest, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And you're still going to have, even keeping your body in the tip-top shape as it can be, being so, you know, uh, having this disease and stuff and still being sick. Like you do as much as you can and let the medication do the rest. And, yeah, you're still going to have – a lot of symptoms and side effects from the medication but you know that's like I said like you kind of have to come to terms with like you're not going to feel 100% and this is how you feel and um, you know you kind of learn as you progress or as you go on with the disease like to listen to your body and know when you need a rest and know that fine line between needing to push through simple things like going on with your normal activities playing the sport you play In my case, it was, um, like, school, and and I was very competitive in CrossFit, so knowing when to push through, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's tough, and it's hard to make that decision and know what to do, but in the long run, like, keeping your body healthy and 
and surrounding yourself with people or going to your uh, sport practice and things like that, like that's going to be better for you in the long run than sitting at home and feeling bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing quite like CrossFit to give you like a really good gauge of how you feel. Yeah. Like, Cause if you think, think about someone who maybe like kind of maybe just moderate exercise or really not at all, like there's days where like I get in the gym and I'll work out and I'm like, oof, shouldn't have eaten that last night and <laughs> feel that. Whereas it's yeah. like someone otherwise who wasn't working out maybe wouldn't feel those things. Cause like you have like a benchmark in your head of what you're capable of when you do feel good. And then you come in you don't perform to that level. You're like, Oh man, something feels not right. Mm-hmm. And there's like, do you think there's any of that? Like yeah. with you, like it's a, it's, it's like a good gauge. I mean, yeah. Today, even walking and doing, uh, the strength we had was deadlift. So I was not feeling it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, like lifting that heavy just did not sound <laughs> fun <laughs> or good at the time. Um, but yeah, for sure. And I'm not going to lie. I'm in all these, a lot of different Facebook groups for uh, like post liver transplant, pre liver transplant. Like I'm in a couple autoimmune groups, autoimmune hepatitis. And these, pe- I mean, I'm not saying in like these symptoms or side effects people have it's it's crazy it really is but um and you know I don't know if it's because I'm young and I think a big part of it is just being into health and fitness and things like that helps a ton and I think people forget that a lot you know and like asking like people will post stuff in the group asking why do I have this? Why do I have this symptom? Why do I have that? And yeah, like a a lot of it's probably from medication or you being sick and having this disease, but it really comes down to like, you need to do all you can to keep your body healthy. Like, like going on a walk, like staying active and not letting this disease, you know, hold you back from those things. And I think people, and this goes with anything really, not just a disease, but, uh, like if you're overweight or not, you know, like, forgetting that yeah you have to eat healthy like we always say in the gym abs are made in the kitchen you know like you can't just work out and expect to be lose weight like when you're still eating a cheeseburger and fries every day yeah you know and um yeah so I think that's a huge thing too just being active and healthy no matter what um you know not just crossfit you know just going to a gym and lifting or running or walking um things like that so yeah, that's a big thing, something I'm really passionate about for sure. Yeah, I feel like that's been the side argument with all this COVID stuff. People be like, no I mean, one's yeah. talking about <laughs> living a healthier lifestyle or what you can do to boost your immune system. Mm-hmm. They're just talking about what you shouldn't do. Yeah. Not what you should do, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, I think that's a good point is that, you know, like if you are, and it's like if you're going to be taking someone else's organ like, like that, someone who clearly made a sacrifice in some capacity <laughs> like whether it was willing or not you gotta like, take care of it like they like yeah like you, you almost have like a responsibility to like at least you know lean into the lifestyle choices or better lifestyle choices that should come with that you know mm-hmm. um not that i'm like guilt tripping you no i healthy. yeah they you know what I mean? it's funny because they um before when you're getting evaluated for a transplant they were like and part of it is an hour of you sitting down with someone 
the pharmacist saying, you have to take your medication. You're going to go off to college and forget to take it and blah, blah, blah. And think you're too cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't you worry. <laughs> like, this is my brother's liver. He's alive. Like, I'm going to take care of this thing. So I just think it's funny. But I, I, I mean, it, I, they do it for a reason. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's people who get it and don't give a shit. They're all like, yeah, no, yeah. It's like no, which did a massive surgery. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you ever seen the show, the show Shameless? No, Frank. Frank May- gets a liver. Maybe, yeah. Oh, it's funny. It's funny. Actually, yeah, I think I have. He seen doesn't take that. care of it at all. Long story short. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mean. I just wanted to, you know, talk about that because I think that's, I mean, when people ask me a question, it's usually about, I feel this way, what do I do, and things like that. But really, I think it comes down to, you know, like I said, and I'll say it again and again, doing all you can to keep your body healthy, sleep, limiting your stress, whatever that may be. Um, Like, I just switched uh, to online, and it helped a lot, even stuff like that, which are big things, but Mm -hmm. food, exercise. Um... And then, you know, knowing when to push through and, and not to and when, you know, giving your body rest. But I think it's a big thing. And like especially um, we've had a guest that we talked about. She's kind of in the middle phase before her transplant, not knowing if she'll get one yet, which is probably the toughest part. Um, just having all those symptoms and trying to cope with it. And so that's my advice. And um you know, exercise has helped a ton for me. It just doesn't, it doesn't have to be CrossFit. It can be anything. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Jill, what else you got there? I think that's it. That's it? Yeah. We did good. We did good. <laughs> About 20 minutes. Nice. Hopefully we can get a guest on here next time. Yes. You we're fishing around. Trying to find someone, yeah. Surfing the Instagram. Yep. Looking for anyone. Yep. Cool. So that'll be good. All right. Talk to y'all next week.